You know, Mark Aram can yo me if it's 837, but if he's yoing me at 834, it's your fault, dude. <laughs> Well, thanks for telling me, tailing on me, dude. Another live fast food review here in the Sausage Hut. And in the background, we're going to have El Chapo's own peanut gallery in the peanut gallery. Crack on, daddy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Joining us live on the Greasy Salty Hotline from parts unknown, height unknown, weight. We do not want to know. Johnny Kilbasa and the ever so popular fast food review. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing great, Mark Aram. I'm wrapped in bacon. I'm here for the taking. I'm covered with cheese. And I aim to please. And Mark, I'm glad that Longoria's cash and bonus checks while I'm scraping loose change off the floor of my 18-year-old car in a drive-thru doing fast food reviews for your show. <laughs> Happy Haiku Day, everybody. National Haiku Day. And in celebration of Haiku, Mark, maybe I could do a fast food haiku just for you. Go ahead. 575, that's how we do it. In celebration of what we're talking about today, Mark. Avocado here on my chicken sandwich, bruh? I'll give it a shot. There you go. You're welcome. Happy National Haiku Day, everybody. Southwest. I, 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 I love that haiku, but in general, I hate haikus. I, I cannot stand haikus. What, is it the foot that bothers you? The 575? Or what bothers you about it? Right, actually, and if you talk, if you talk to the more hardcore haiku poets around, and most of them are sitting cross-legged on top of a Japanese mountain somewhere, but they'll say that it doesn't have to be five seven five. It can be different flows, and it's usually about nature, and it's something quick and delicious as far as that goes. But garbage poetry form. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. That's a lazy man's poetry. Wow. Thank you. Sure. Talk commercial yesterday. What's the preferred mayonnaise of the kielbasa household, by the way? There's only one, Mark. Hellman's real. That that was the one I grew up on. So Heinz is making mayo now, and they they make the best ketchup. I love Heinz ketchup. But I want I want you to sample the new Heinz mayo, even though you're a Hellman's household, <laughs> because they are saying they are using cage-free eggs mm. to make their Heinz mayo. And I want to know with your discerning taste buds. If you can tell a difference. So, with the money I send you tomorrow, go out and get a little tube of the Heinz uh, mayonnaise and tell me what you think, how it tastes with uh, cage-free eggs, okay? And just to satisfy the Southeastern Conference, I will throw Duke's mayonnaise in there for respect. Yeah. I'll put them in the mix, too. Gotta, okay. Gotta love the Duke's. And also, not to get all mayoed up, but uh, the Heinz is uh, introducing a mayo chuck. Right. A combination of mayo and ketchup. I heard that. Which is basically Thousand Island dressing. I mean, what 
Well, it's bistro sauce. It's Russian dressing. That's what Russian dressing is. We already can buy Russian dressing. In the, we can make it. They make it now, Chuck. You don't have to. <laughs> yeah, you know they are to make it for you. Um, but keep on going excited. Like, oh my God, a mayo and ketchup combo. Yeah, it's Russian dressing. Ketchup and mustard combo. Anyway, check on that too, Izzy, if you don't mind. All right, you got yeah. homework. You got two homework assignments. I do. I'm gonna have to. I got another piece of paper in my notebook here with all the things you're telling me to do with this bonus money. All right, there goes all your money. Yeah, no more haikus, by the way. Ah. If the cholesterol is high, baby, so am I. Follow me on Twitter and listen to my podcast on iTunes or johnnykilbasa.com. Everything you need is on johnnykilbasa.com. Appreciate you, bro. Enough of that. Enough of that, Lottie. My haiku rocked Atlanta. Avocado here. On my sandwich, bro? I'll give it a shot. <laughs> That's how you do it, man. That's how you write haikus. High screws. Now for the big boy show. Yeah, you might be number one with the men, but we're number one with the ladies. It is time. You have been awaiting the new Sausage Hut podcast. It is upon your ears. You cannot resist, but you hit play. for National Haiku Day and it got to be on the big radio station and it happened to be about a avocado chicken sandwich and that's about all you need to say about everything because you can say more in five syllable, seven syllable, five syllable poetry than most people can say all day and when you're Johnny Kobasa, a lot of people are going to listen to it but either way, come on in to the Sausage Hut. In the Sausage Hut, where we welcome you with open arms, with finger sandwiches, with plenty of uh, watery domestic beers. Come on down! With a map of the world on the wall, with big screen television and Wi-Fi internet. And the 1984 United States 4x100 meter relay team. At least those of them are still alive or... Doing speed skaters in the corner to keep the lights on just for you and just for us. Right here, right now. Where we rock it and where we roll it and where we hit on all cylinders. And we're better than any famous person 
drivel podcast out there. So stop listening to famous people talk to each other on their podcast and listen to unfamous people talk to each other on their podcast. God damn it. Make this happen. You can be the change that the world needs. Be you need. We all need. We all scream for changes. Be the chapo that you want to see in the world. Oh, yeah. And speaking of the chapo that you want to see in the world, the one and only... El Chapo's in the house tonight. I am here. With a 17-team chariot storming into the Coliseum to entertain everyone. And to lay it down. And peanuts for all the peasants. The only way we can lay it down. Welcome, El Chapo. You are the light of my life. Ah, very good, very good, very good to be here. Mm. And and what do we have? What are we dining on this evening, El Chapo? We, we have the... Uh, uh, imp- it was imported? Are they imported? Oh, mm, salted shell peanuts. Mmm. It is I alone who can, um... Mmm. Oh, yeah. Those are crispy. That's crispy. They're salted. Yes. Oh. Mmm. Yes. Ten-pound bag. Yeah. All right. You got it. Once again, by popular request... You've heard it before on the Sausage Hut. You love hearing El Chapo eat peanuts. Yeah. It might be frowned upon if you're on a real radio station, but if you're in the Sausage Hut, it is encouraged to yeah. eat peanuts mm-hmm. while mm-hmm. you're talking. Gluten-free, vegan, love by most liberal college students. El Chapo has a unique method of eating enjoying his peanuts uh, yes. instead of just cracking them open and throwing them into his mouth mm. he disintegrates the shell like a god it, uh, I make a well and what, what what you can do with a pile of this we should probably uh, listen to this because we are in the ah yes, yes. Actually, these are all the shells and skins so what we're gonna do is we're gonna um, we're going to go outside later and trample this down under our bare feet. So we're going to be two, be do, accomplishing two different things. We're going to be exfoliating mm. the, the warts and dry skin under our feet. And at the same time, we'll be making a fine powder for the uh, Sausage Hut Organic Garden. Uh, it's going to be like a mulch thing. And it'll provide a protein and aeration in the soil uh, for all the herbs that we will be using in the uh, Sausage Hut Kitten. Uh, kitchen uh, this season so a lot of exciting things coming up is that how you make peanut butter uh, you, you can put if you we, if we left the peanuts in the shells sure if we had enough people to trample them um, it would probably turn into a, a, a coarse paste mm. and um, so yeah we got a lot of, it's it's uh, you know 
Say what you say, say what you will about haikus and uh, your disdain for uh, fast food. We will be making uh, mulches, and we're going to be going turmeric. And um, that's my favorite spice. And uh, it's anti-inflammatory. We got a, We're going to have a container garden going in at the sausage yes. hut. Yes, buckets, five-gallon buckets, and yeah. And um, when are we going to have to get those planted? Uh, we're probably looking in about another month or so, you know, right about now would be a good time for us to get our soils going, get our mix going, um, get the stakes planted in, into the ground and in, in the buckets and, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, wait, yeah. you have to, you have to plant the buckets into the ground? No, of course not. Cause I, I have a... I have an endless supply of like Papa Kilbasa happens to have a ton of five gallon buckets. Oh, we're in the, at they, the compound. Are they? Are they? Uh, what color are the buckets? White. Uh, you know what? Th- that'll be fine. Well, what bucket? What color should they be? Uh, black is great for the heat, but you know what? You know what? As long as you got a five gallon container, we'll make it work. Well, once you go bucket, you never go suck it. No, you, you, I mean you don't want to go. To, yeah, no, we're gonna be fine. We're gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna make our own soil custom custom mix of soil, and then the uh, sausage kitchen. Well, we're gonna provide the exact pH composition mixture for. Uh, yeah, we're gonna be good. So turmeric, rosemary, sage, thyme. Um, I never said those. I I said turmeric. And I'll do. I mean, if rosemary and sage and thyme, if I can get those all in the same bucket, I'll do that. Because or what about Ugh. parsley to to satisfy the Simon and Garfunkel bucket? Um, parsley, get, sage, rosemary, and thyme. Never have a whole bunch of like parsley is very finicky. It's like the Pinot Noir of uh, herbs or okay. cilantro. It's very finicky. It okay, sage, rosemary, and thyme. There, yes, and yes. But I don't really care about those as much. I want. I would like a hot pepper and maybe a garlic in a bucket. You can garlic super easy. Hot peppers are super easy. You'll have it all. We just have to, uh, you know, watch out for the raccoons and possums. Oh, seriously? Oh, seriously. You have to grow um, some marigolds around those buckets. Well, how do I keep them out? Marigolds, bro. Do I have to have another bucket with marigolds in it? You just put those in there. Marigolds, don't, marigolds don't give a crap. Man. They're they're hardy. They'll, they'll grow in the ground. So you just plant those. But seeds. I don't. Why? I have to mow them over when I'm mowing over Castle Black. Uh, you might not want to mow those over if you want to protect your plant. What do you do in your other with your other friend's house when you're growing buckets? Where do you put them in? And I got deer. Well, you don't have a cat, you don't have a dog, and you laid off the Ukrainian team for a week, so ah, mm. um, oh, they were so nice. What about the deer? Uh, they live in my backyard in the summer. They just hang out. They won't touch the herbs or hot pepper. So they will uh, if you grow tomatoes or any other uh, garden vegetables. They'll eat those. Turmeric? No, they it's won't. a root. They they won't mess with the turmeric. Turmeric is a root. Yeah, but marigolds will keep everybody away. You just gotta grow a perimeter. Those are cheap. That's easy. That's easy. But easy. I didn't want to have a. I I can get flowers now. Can I keep them in the garage at night or something? Yeah, you you're gonna rotate those out every morning. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even like driving into the the eastern sun in the morning. You're right. I don't like going outside. Not, not, uh, 
Cabasa is not really a maintenance kind of guy. He's I'm an inside guy. Instant gratification. Well, I would like. I mean, you know, bucket, dirt, plant, and then see it in see it in August or whatever. Yeah, July, July August. Yeah, you'll be set. You'll be you'll be harvesting throughout the summer. I didn't. I didn't take into account the varmints. You have to take into account the varmints. So you don't have any. You don't. You don't uh, cultivate any natural predators here. So I have deer. I have squirrel. I have moths. No, they did possum and the deers. Possum, damn it! I'm sorry, not possum. Groundhogs, groundhog, groundhogs and deers. Well, so, and, and marigolds like a magical elixir. Yes, yes, it is. It is. They, they smell that and they're like ugh. God. Yeah, it's like it's like when uh, you smell your girlfriend's socks or you know, and you mm. say ugh. God. Okay. Never mind. Oh. I'm not going to wear your shoes because my feet are going to smell like that. Who sniffs socks? No, I not. can see sniffing panties all day, but socks? Come on, bro. No, if, if, if you ever... You know, so, like, I smell my girlfriend's slippers. Ew! It's like, oh, man, that's, that's just horrible. That almost made me barf. Well, even she was like, what's that smell? Like, your fucking... Maybe your true. slippers that you never... Yeah, anytime you put bare feet into a... A foot thing. Yeah, and it's been like a. Yeah, no. you got to wear socks in those things. That's so, why they make socks so your shoes don't stink oh. up the joint. So even even she was kind of weirded out by the odor and I'm like, yeah, but you gotta, you know, we gotta go to Walmart and spend four ninety nine on a new pair. <laughs> no, like eight ninety five, whatever. <laughs> For the good ones. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you got it. It's so easy. It's it's very economical. And then the sausage hut will have garden fresh herbs, turmeric. I don't even know what you have to do to. I don't. I don't know what you. Have, I think you have to like treat turmeric though. I don't think you can just use the, herb, the the root. The root. I mean, I don't know. Like ginger. I don't know if you can just slice it up like ginger. It might be really bitter. I think turmeric's naturally bitter. Ah, bitter, bitter. So if anybody grows, if anybody, uh, if any of the Hushans out there grow turmeric in buckets in their backyard let me know what you gotta do once you grow it i don't even know what it looks like it's yellow it's got a golden yellow well i know that the powder does but i don't know what it, does it look like cauliflower or does it look like a, a geoduck it looks like a geodisc oh well uh, yeah all right <laughs> bowling for turmeric Turmeric. 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 <laughs> Turmeric. Johnny's very pleased with the music. That would be the, the greatest Indian rock band's name this side of Bombay. I have been asking how y'all doing. I am going to play my song for you now. Beep. We are Turmeric. And I am Turmeric. So they say, can I go to my rig? But I grow medicals to keep the possums away. Dude, a sitar based Indian remake of the Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald is where it's at. I've been saying. Do do you do you still have your sitar when you busked on the streets of New York back in the day? Um, it actually got stolen from me. Damn it! But yeah, when I had it, I, you know. What do I call that? Like, 
with my weather crank radio. That'll never run out of batteries. With my Gundabagwa. With my Gundabagwa. And my Gundabag radio. Crank, 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 crank. Gandalf the crank, crank, crank. This hour of the Beef Girth Out Show is brought to you by Ketchup. You got to refill those ketchups at the end of the day. All right. We're bringing it back here. Beef Girth Out Show from McLean Shaw. Going into hour 18 here. Thanks for the ketchup. We all can deal. Sponsors, what we need. Sponsors here on the sports show. Because we talk about sports all the time. It's a big sports month. And it's a big sports week. And we're big sports guys. I just ate 15 steaks and four burritos. What about you, Jeff McClain? What did you eat this afternoon? Well, I, uh, I had uh, the peanut souffle. And then I had the cornflake chicken. And like uh, Socrates said, you know, you know, keep, keep your feet on the ground. And Socrates said, you reach for the sky. I love having a chicken uh, that has cornflakes on it for breakfast. I like chopping it up and putting milk on it and cheddar cheese. So I put cheddar cheese on everything. Because when you're talking about sports, you got to talk about cheddar cheese and apples cause, and hot dogs and that's what we do Jeff McClain so what we're going to do we got a big sports month going on here we're moving into the NBA playoffs we're moving into the NHL playoffs we've got the Australian Football League we've got the Champions League heating up we've got the EPL heating up we've got the Bundesliga heating up we've got the La Liga hooking up so what did you watch this week Jeff McClain so I see, I see the tribe going on they got the egg wash going all over the uh, batting cage there and uh, they just, they just deep frying the pitches here and uh Knocking it out of the deep Everybody knows eggs wash is, is important if you're going to bake something with a, a bread and you want to get a nice uh, crusty finish on it because the and Cleveland Indians are playing in Puerto Rico this week because it snowed too much in, in Minnesota. And as you know, everybody who gets sick of the winter in uh, in Minnesota, they go down to the Puerto Rico to play. So what do you think? <laughs> Can you believe everything's in Spanish there? Ah, si, so that Francisco batter is what I'm talking. Get it, the Francisco batter, no pun intended. Get you with another YouTube rabbit hole. I don't know what your philosophy is, but I got the Francisco batter here, and we're gonna fry that up, and we're gonna see what happens to the And we'll be right back after those words from uh, filling up those ketchups. And we're back and we're right here as we're talking about all the sports we can have. If we, and, of course, we couldn't have a Jiffy McLean spot if we weren't talking about NASCAR. NASCAR's a full swing now. We're about a month into the thing. And then we, everybody knows Jiffy McLean likes to spend his Sundays in a, in a dirt barn watching NASCAR with all his greatest friends swilling down beers and wearing John Deere hats. So, so who's uh, winning things uh, this year, Jiffy McLean? Uh, so yeah, they, go, they go round and round and round and round. You know, everybody knows Danica Patrick's out and... Uh, uh, big, big, big! Uh, somebody's son, famous, is out of there, and uh, you know, lots, lots of car parts and beers and pizza delivery cars going round, round, round. <laughs> you know, there's gonna be some blowouts. You know what I'm talking about? Do you think that uh, everybody stopped watching NASCAR after uh, Dale Jr. Uh, or uh, he retired, or does everybody watch uh, NASCAR now just because Dale Jr.'s in the uh, booth? What do you think about that? Yeah, he's in the booth and he's talking stuff and he, he got a lot to say. And uh, you know, you, get, you, get, you see the time. I mean, what did most rednecks do when Jimmy, uh, when when uh, what did most rednecks do when Dale Jr. retired? Who are they rooting for now? 
Uh, so what they're rooting for now is that company, that, that small startup on Kickstarter, that you got the peel off, so you can put them in your pickup trucks now, and you can peel off that film. So when you spill your beer after the bar, and your buddy come out and smash the bottles in your windshield, you just peel that film off, and you're off to go. You're off to the next bar, baby. Uh, and who's driving that car? Yeah, <laughs> uh, it'd be my girlfriend or her. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, next hour, we're going to talk about place kicking straight ahead, and we're going to talk about European football. But right now, we got another word from uh, filling up those catch-ups. back for uh, hour number 19 here on the Beef Girls Out Jim McClain show NASCAR special, baseball special we're talking about the, the Australian Football League this hour everybody knows you can find the Australian Football League at about 4am on Fox Sports 2 and they used to have it, uh, last year they didn't even show it on Fox Sports 2, they showed it on Fox Sports Plus that nobody has and if you have Dish it's only available in standard definition but after a large letter writing campaign by yours truly we all know now that Fox Sports decided to put it on Fox Sports 2 so if you tune in about 3am on Saturday night. You can watch the Sydney Swans take on the Tristan Thomas, Claude Cacheridon, uh, the stuff. Keelong Cats. Meow. That's right, Jim McLean's favorite Australian rules football team is uh, the Geelong Cats. They, the Geelong Kitties. They like, they like kicking the ball into the goals and running around and running into each other just like they do in football but without the pads and without the rugby. Hey, rugby, hey, rugby, hey, rugby, hey. No worries, Mike. That's about all the time we have here on the Beeper Without Jimmy Clayton Show. We'll be back tomorrow for 20 more hours of sports takes. The only way we can do that is with the help of our sponsors, and our favorite sponsor is the ketchups that you need to refill the other ketchups. I think we're about done. All done. All done, Laddie. I'd like to thank all our friends out there at filling up those ketchups that put in the hard work every day to give us the audio we need to do the things we need to do. Uh, so now, El Chapo, yeah, we've, come, we've come to a very special part of the show, and I think I'm going to need... I'm going to need a candle for this, so... Alright, now we're back in the uh, main control room here with Johnny Kibasa. He's, he's got something special going here. And now, we've come to a special ceremony. Very special to the hearts. Of millions into the bowels of millions more. We've had a long history of certain things, and tonight we shall celebrate the passing of the torch from one thing to another. If El Chapo, you could do the honors of lighting the ceremonial candle and tell yeah. us which sort of candle we have. Orange spice. Ah, uh, yes. Orange spice. Ready? Aye. 
and yay. <laughs> Ow, damn it. Well, I, 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 su I succeeded in burning my... Would you like a different lighter, sir? Nope. Got this. I got this. Don't burn yourself. If you do, it's ceremonial. We should really have bras on our heads, actually. Mainstay is on his space. Naranja Espicada. Put it in the circle of values. Uh, I, I feel like we're going to get announced a new employment here. <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing It's nothing that you're going to enjoy that ah, much. But it's, so let's, let us gather the band around... The candle of transference. No, I don't. I don't want to gather. Oh God, why? Why is everybody gonna burn a spice candle? <laughs> no, Daniel, you Captain Lou Albano. Have a holly jolly. All right, we're all gathered around. I, I don't Wait. think T 61s ones. Uh, he doesn't know what this one. Thank you. Now everyone is around the circle. We are all dilly gathered here. Dilly dally. So, sirs, after many years of proud service, it is with great honor and great sorrow and great comfortedness that we shall enter this transference ceremony and to retire <laughs> oh, I'm ready for this. I, I got the answer to this. Today, with grievance and girth, I shall retire after many years. Ooh. I shall retire and transfer the Ooh. contents of my wallet into a new wallet, sir. Oh, Years overdue, perhaps, I take my true, worn, black leather wallet. And this day shall be its last day. So yeah, we have a replacement. As out with the old we go, we come in with the new, and full sooth, I have procured... Oh! Oh, the Boy Scout stitch! Look at this! A new wallet, mm. for which I shall transfer my goods after many years of old walletness. I shall transfer my goods, my most valuable, into how long, a new wallet. How long has this been in service for you? Well over a decade. So long that I don't even know how long that wallet so has get been a, in, into my service. So we need to get a shadow box and then mount this in the, my office here. In the, the, it shall go up to the rafters into the Sausage Hut Hall of yes, Fame. Yes, it will not go into the... Uh, it shall be honored respectfully. So, into the circle of specialness it goes oh. for its final ride. And over the candle we wave the contents of the old wallet. The new spirit has a revan. A revan? Oh, a a revan. Rivendale, yes. Ugh. And with great optimism, we transfer forth the contents of the old black wallet into this new wallet that has certain things on it, like uh, uh, maple leaves and weaves as if it were taken 
from a drunken Indian on the side of the road. Yeah. Into the circle of specialness it shall go to for It is I alone who can tell you about the special stitch on the wallet which Johnny Cabasa will wear in a troubled back pocket. So El Chapo, if you may celebrate forth over this celebration and over this ceremony and weave your words of magical magicness and make the transfer complete. Asmeridian Pulse Meridian, all the little meridians, and so it shall pass. The old shall give way to the new stitch leather, and it will be known as Johnny's new wallet upon a troubled brow. And at the time when he must pay his bar tab, he will reach into a new supple leather that will hold plastic and paper dinero. But the old shall not be forgotten. It will be honored and mounted upon high. It is I alone who shall mount this on the walls of the sausage hut as Johnny carries upon his brow the new, finely stitched whether whatever that uh, thing is. In his wallet shall contain his license, credit cards, and money. Yes, you have heard it here first on the Sausage Hot Podcast. La sel et le poivre, la crème et le sucre. Il est homme, ami. Et tout le monde. Et fromage. S'il vous plaît. Amour. Something, something, and the hobbit and shy. seems must wear out and give way to a firmer stitch and a stronger embossed leather. It is I alone who can tell you the contents of one wallet must be transferred to a new wallet. And everyone gathered around the flame and they gave thanks for the service of the old La vida siempre. La vida fromage. And that's fourth Eastpec. 
And into the future we shall go with the new wallet. Long overdue. Shall it not be lost as the old wallet was not lost. Thank you. Thank you, El Chapo, for presiding over the most holy wallet transferring ceremony. 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 From the Sausage this is the Cholesterol Report. Recently, Johnny Cobasa retired his old wallet to get a new one. I speak to members of the Sausage Hush Roundtable to find out was this the correct time to make this decision or was it not? It's April something and I am El Chapo. John Snow, you you were present at the ceremony when Johnny Cabasa retired as well. How do you, how do you feel about? Um, do you think that that was the right time for this, or is it premature? What do you, what, what do you think? Um, well, I'm all about retro and, and authenticity, so I, I'm not uh, I'm not totally down with. Um, I mean, I've been in beef in mode for almost five months now, and I'm not really John Snow seemed very distraught over the transfer of the wallet to the new wallet. I, I interview T60 and get his two cents on what he saw as an unjust transfer. T60, you were there along with Jon Snow with the Beefeater hat. Um, what the... How did you feel during you, we were around the candle? What, what, what did you? I see. Um, so when you okay, so you're 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 kind of emotional about it. You oh you have questions for Johnny himself about the wallet. I try to ask Johnny Cabasa what his thoughts, what his mindset was about. Switching wallets wasn't, at this time. It wasn't easy for me, Chops. There's something. I mean, this wallet was part of my ass. What is exactly, for many years? When you when you say part of your ass, I, I mean it's still intact. I, I'm not sure why you would uh, make the decision now. Was it was it too early, too soon, just right? What, how do you feel about it? It was like there was a magical power attached to that wallet. You know how many times I made it home. And it was a miracle that I did not leave that wallet somewhere. It was a miracle that I didn't leave my phone somewhere. But somehow that wallet managed to keep attached to my ass when I came home under duress many, many times. So it wasn't an easy decision. 
So this wallet, um, it was on your ass in the studio at Mark Aram. Is that, is that correct? It was in. It was on my ass in the the big studio on the Mark Aram show several times. So I, this is not a light decision. It's not something I just woke up and decided to do. It's not something I wanted to do, to tell you the truth. And that wallet didn't have to do that. You 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 decided that the wallet could do it. Jenna Kabasa insists to this day he does not know where the wallet originated from, but he purchased it to replace the age-old standby. Johnny Cabasa has since walked back his original answer that he stitched the wallet himself, which, after investigations, we found that Johnny Cabasa has no knowledge of leather stitching. In my next interview, I will ask Mark Aram, does he believe Johnny Cabasa knows where the new wallet came from? After frequent calls, we have still not received any answer from Markham and can only believe that he is covering up the conspiracy for Johnny Cabasa. I didn't want to give up the old wallet. It was just that it broke in half. I let it go for the longest time, even when it was worn out on the edges, to even this when day, it was falling apart. All we have is Johnny Cabasa's side of the story and those that were there at the ceremony and saw the discrepancies. Mark Aram has still yet to return any calls to the Sausage Report. Here's what else you need to know. In recent weeks, many people from third world countries have been stitching wallets together and sending them directly to the Sausage Hut. I'm El Chapo, and this is not the sausage report, it's the cholesterol report. It's gonna get warm really soon. ever recorded one of the most important sausage huts ever recorded come to you free through the xml podcast delivery method of your choice go out and give us a five-star rating and leave a comment on itunes or something let people know tell a friend we need more people we need more people to listen we need your friends to listen we need your girlfriend to listen. We need your girlfriend's mom to listen, bruh. Yeah, bro! Your girlfriend! Check out El Chapo on his new Twitter account. He's going to start tweeting anytime. Oh, yeah. You better believe it. Tweety, tweety, tweety! Check me out on the Mark Aram Show. Check me out on Johnny Cobasa and check us both out. Trampling down peanut shells. Right outside your mama's back door.